please wake up. This is Snowman in the morning. Oh, yeah. I see cool breeze in the house, like That's a right. child on punishment. How you doing, gentlemen? Good morning, my brother. Good morning. <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Yeah, yeah, so, so man sends his regards. He had to uh, take his leave because he wasn't feeling all that well. But he says hello to you. I understand. All right. All right. Let's climb into the brain of one Chris Bass. What's on it? Well, I was checking out the NBA All-Star Weekend uh, this past uh, last weekend. And I must say, uh, Mac McClung, I think, single-handedly saved the NBA dunk contest. And I, for one, enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice synergy between him, of course, being signed by the Sixers and then getting the award from the legendary Dr. J, Julius Irving, the award mm-hmm. being named after him. And I said this was, uh, last week because it seemed like the NBA got a little more lackadaisical in their All-Star weekend. I mentioned before, and just paraphrasing myself, about bringing on college students uh, since the NIL is in place to have them kind of shake it up in the dunk contest, something like that. Because that way you got these quote-unquote youngsters coming in and shaking up the whole thing that will get off their dead asses and start mm-hmm. doing more. And so I think was uh, Mac, uh, what Mac McClung doing what he did mm-hmm. – Shook up uh, the apple trees, so I think that was needed. But I really enjoyed his dunks. I think I think it was very creative. Okay, uh, Wise, what was your thoughts on the uh, All Star Weekend and signing dunk contest? A contest in particular, uh, like like Bay said, he he brought some entertainment back to the dunk contest. Man, you seen this six two white boy came and just was dunking on everybody. Yeah, he was, and his dunks were pretty were pretty good. It weren't mm-hmm. like they were corny dunks. He was doing some really good dunks. Mm. Yeah, cool. Well, I saw the replay because I was actually watching the XFL game instead mm. uh, because I just completely tuned out to the dunk contest. But I did see the replays, and it was some good dunks. But I do want to say one thing, and I want to say this adamantly. The All-Star game was trash, 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 trash. Y'all get saved for putting that trash out for people to see. Yes, yes, cool. One, I one hundred percent agree with you. Yes, the Oscar game was horrible, but the game has never really. No, no, the games recently haven't great, really been. It's way trashier than even last year. This year, this I'm saying the games recently nice. have have not been bad. Um, they have not been good. Yes, but yeah, but but especially this year. This year was hot garbage. Oh my gosh. But yeah, uh, again, you want to know my my opinions on uh, the All Star Weekend? You can just go to <laughs> listen to my latest episode of Cold Sports, where I uh, I take it to task. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have plenty more to say, but I'll say it on the play calls tonight. But <laughs> so you say, uh, uh, Mister Base? You say that uh, you think Mac McClung saved the slam dunk contest? Um. I guess my question to you is, why would the NBA have to resort to a G-leaguer in order to do so? Because a G-leaguer was hungry. He wants to be next level. Mm. And he would do whatever it takes to get that shine, get that next contract. So he's hungrier than the ones who are already belly full. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. I wanted you to say exactly what you just said because that is the problem I have with the same competition. You have these guys who are bench players who they really could care less about being there because they take after they take after the, the stars of the league who they could care less at being in the all-star weekend too. And it is like the it is like the the um the line in uh uh 
Remember the Titans, where they said the uh, attitude reflects leadership. And you're seeing it every year. You see it in All Star of the Weekend. It's like, what, the fa- you know, the catcher fan doesn't care about who's who's in the game or in the con- in the contest, and they could care less about being in the contest. So that part is missing. And it's like I, I it's like okay, I I want to see how it was back in the day where you had guys who actually were starters. They actually had um, they actually had this this competitive gene. They wanted to prove their their metal, and it made the competition watchable. Well, you well you had well you had some names in a three point shooting contest. Dame Lillard and then ended up winning, but. Of course, you want your best three point shooters in the contest, like and not you, all you want to see three point shooters were there. You want to the see three point contest is always great, right? Yeah, the three point shooting contest is great. I watch three point shooting contest, but when yeah. they start saying uh, NBA Saturday night, they start talking about the dunk contest. What else is on? That's what I do now. Like exactly one hundred. Yes, um, and it's because the last big name player that I remember, and I'm gonna say he's a star, but a big name player was Aaron Gordon when he got robbed by Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Wade, you ought to be ashamed of yourself for that. But and he wasn't even last, start. Yeah, and he yeah, wasn't even starting by then. Yeah, yeah. He, he still wasn't starting. He's starting now, but he wasn't even starting then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to get those guys to say, "I'm committed to doing at least one dunk contest." Right? Guys like LeBron. LeBron don't want to do the dunk contest because he knows these other guys could out dunk him in the type of environment. Um, you got guys like Jai that won't do the dunk contest. Um, I don't want Zion to ever do a dunk contest because you already hurt too much. So you need to stay away. You want people? I say, stay away. Don't you go in there. You stay layups and jump shots. I, we don't need you to the ball the minimum as possible because you'd be the broke another hamstring or pull the daggone bone or something. Who knows Wait, what you'd be doing? Are Are you saying that he needs to be more like uh, Zebo now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because yes. you want to have a career, and we keep seeing like every year it's something. So just you chill. But a lot of these other guys, and you don't have to do it five, ten times. Mm-hmm. But if they would just do it once. Right, if you just go once, yeah, I mean that's what Kobe, that's what Kobe Bryant did. He did it once and won it, and it was like, okay, well, I got my field, I'm gone. Yeah, that would fix the problem because if yeah. every year you had the young stars just doing one, that fixed the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, go back to like eight people. Just four people stuff is trash too. <laughs> Victor says, uh, "I'm actually thinking about watching a dunk contest, uh, dunk contest from." Uh, 1985 to 1991 on Saturday, just to get a feel for the energy back then. Yeah, that's, that's another. That's another thing. The slam dunk competition in these days, even with the one that Mac McClung uh, participated in Sunday, except for him, it lacked energy. I mean, it lacks energy. It's like the why? showmanship is gone. The showmanship exactly. is gone. It's more about trying to do some ridiculous move. Yeah, actually, it's a lot like. A lot of the great dunkers made it a show, made it a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These guys just want to try to get the, I don't know, they just, they just, there's no, there's no personality in what they're doing. I got it. I got it. Wise, they don't have any genesis qua. That's what oh, they good lord. Yes. <laughs> and and thank and thank you, uh, Victor. He says the lack of all stars at the All Star Weekend. I'm sorry, that was very cold. Thank you, I appreciate. Am that. I saying what you said, Monday Playmaker? I don't know. I didn't get to watch the show Monday. Maybe we agree. Oh man, what? 
He said my co um playmaker said my saying the same thing that he said money. I'm like, I don't know, maybe I am. You know? Good. All right. So so you were happy about Matt McClung and hopefully I, I hopefully Chris he has saved the slam dunk competition. Uh and I like where you're going because I think that is missing. The the hunger of wanting to impress, I think, needs to come back. And I agree with you both, you uh, other uh, both you guys too, wise and cool. The showmanship needs to come back too, because it, it it's not just about the tricks you do. It, you know, it's it's about actually entertaining the crowd. I mean, you got twenty thousand people in the state in in the arena. You, I mean, you got to put on the show. <laughs> All right, so what else has been on your mind, uh, dear? Let let me continue that. I was going to go on to my next thought. So going back to the three-point contest, which is pure. When you have a pure stroke, ain't nothing like it. All net, had that little twing. When you get it all net at the end of the net, uh, Dame Dollar uh, was fantastic. I mean, his shot is pure, man. That Exactly. He did that. It's lights out. And again, I I have an issue. And once again, these players can do what they want to do. Like John Morant. John Morant goes to the hole at his size. It's incredible. During a game, not just, you know, layups on the, I thought during a game, dunking on people and everything else, he was asked to be a part of the dunk contest. He declined. I said, you know, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of you know, that's raw of him to say. He's entitled to how he wants to do and everything else, but it would be a little more exciting because I know it's it gets dicey because back in the day when you had the NBA contest and, and the um, dunk contest, there was a feeling of pride. Right. Basically, before you had some players like young players like Kobe, Michael Jordan, and them, they made me do it once or twice. Then the focus became more on the championship ride because you're having fun. I mean, who can sit there and say you got drafted, you got voted into NBA All Star Weekend, and you get a chance to have fun? And so I think because of the sum, not all, the dollar amount that they get with these contests, let me wrong, go get your bag. I ain't mad at that but still have the passion for what got you the bag in the first place. But I think some people just get too comfortable. Mm. Agreed. 100% yeah. agree. Wise? It's, again, it's giving these players the options. I get it. I understand some of them don't want to compete, whatever. But you have to at least put some names in this competition, man. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. I'm sorry, Matt McClung, he got number. He got hops. I get it. I understand. But the dude was on a ten day contract with the Philadelphia Sixers. What had he what, what had happened had he not signed that contract? Right. Who and were they he, gonna get to be in the dunk competition? Right. And he's back in the G League as we speak. So it's like you're not again all star, all star. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, and I mean you might as well call it no star it's, weekend it's, it's if you're gonna keep like, doing that. Well, it seems like all these sports now are just their all-star games are whack, even with the Pro Bowl. I think the only thing that's fun is probably is the NHL because the NHL yeah. stars actually compete in their skill competitions. Mm. Yeah. You get some of the best doing doing it in the NHL. Baseball, you have some of the biggest names. Do it. You have Peter Alonzo. You have the big names in the events. Right. Not the NBA. Yeah, well, see, the NBA has become too – you hate to say it, too commercialized. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, and, yes. You know, and I, once again, and the AT and T Slam Dunk Contest awarded. I get it. I mean, everybody understands that that moves uh, the profit and that moves the advertisers. But it could be some something as overkill 
And I don't understand the concert between these people coming to singing, you know, during the concert. And I know I'm old. Look, uh, I'm about, I'm not as old as Methuselah, but I'm old enough. So I'm I'm got you know get off my lawn, you kids type of old. So when they had these bands up there, I gotta change up. Uh, what's up, people? Now it's time for the flying kneecaps. Let's go, y'all. I'm like, I don't know who the flying kneecaps are, and uh, I have to turn away. Flying kneecaps. Whatever the name of the group is, I don't know who the hell they are. I have no idea. Flying kneecaps. Followed by, by little plastic. Yeah. Um, there you go. Right. <laughs> it, hey, it, yeah, it, that wrong. It, it, it's yeah. Why do we need to have this carnival atmosphere for an All Star Weekend? It's like, okay, I think we actually recognize the product sucks because really, the people that you come to see really don't want to be here. But look at this. Look at what we have on display. It's uh, not conducive to wanting to be there or even wanting to watch it. It's like what Cool said. If it's the, and you and it can it, for me it can even be the three point shooting contest, which I, I respect, and they actually have starters actually participate in that in that contest. Mm. I still want to turn away because the whole weekend is a turn off. Yeah, well, I think man, you should put the Rising Stars challenge um, on. The Rising Stars game, I think you should put that on on Sundays because they play. Yeah, they get down. Yeah, they do. They get yeah. down. Again, they do. They be out there playing. Yeah. But again, I, I think it's, again, when certain players get, get too comfortable. And I don't know, for me, I just, it's a little bit too overkill and it's well, it's way over the top produced. And I just tune in when I can to see what I can with the you know, three point contest and the dunk contest, something like that. And the All Star game is, eh, it's, um, it's interesting. I put it like that. And, and things change and stuff like that. And I understand that's just natural evolution. But for me, I'm just, okay. But going back to McClung, it's a possibility that we can see hungry players, if they do it right, uh, get into the dunk contest and then make it more uh, watchable. Now, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was going into a month on uh, first take with Screaming Nate Smith. Mm-hmm. He got into it with uh, Jay Williams, uh, Jay Will, yeah, from, you know, that, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Mac program. That looked a little tense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it did. And so I don't know if it was real or not, because remember, this is off the heels of Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. So people copycat it from time to time. But this looked, this looked like the real deal a little bit to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like it was uh, rehearsed. It looked real. And 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 I'm glad. And once again, you know I feel about screaming A. Smith, but here's the deal. I liked it when he was working with Max Kellerman, because Max Kellerman would challenge him. And I think certain people get on a certain level, they don't want to be challenged. They think their word is bond. They think they're, you know, they're they're God sent, and you can't challenge them. You can't talk to a person like that. I respect Stephen A. Smith, you don't get me wrong, but when he's challenged. Then the whole screaming gets to a whole level and then kind of like slight name calling and throwing the guests under the bus. I ain't cool with that. Look, you a man, take it. Just because it's different point of view does not make it wrong. Right. And so I swear I, I should have done it years ago when they had that um contest to go against Stephen A. Smith. I was yay close. 
to doing it. I was this close, and I should have went on and did it just to see how far I would get. Because that would be my, that would be my argument with him. Dude, first of all, you're too loud. Let's, let's lower it down a little bit. Bring it down 5,000. <laughs> Second of all, my opinion is different. That's all. I'm not wrong. Two plus two equals 137. That's wrong. My opinion is different. <laughs> you got to count. That's a plug. You should have went on that base. Man, I was man, I was this close, dog. They need to give you an opportunity. I will base, tune in. Base, but I, base, I do have something to ask because uh, I saw your post the other day. Mm-hmm. Is it truly finally buried? Is it really over? Oh Lord, do we not have to worry about it again? Because this, I see your, I seen your post the other day. Yes, and I, I want to know if it's is it truly over? Well, we have to pray to baby Jesus. <laughs> Uh, that uh, once again, six pounds, seven ounces, that it will come to an end. And he who who should not be named will be sired back to hell. Uh, You know how people get ash Wednesday? I'm going to kick him in his ass Wednesday. So that has to come to an end. It just has to. So if he he rears his ugly head, he, he will get the wrath. Because you know, I'm like I said, I'm old, man. I'm tired. I can't take it no more. My my bones creak when I, I had to ask. I had to ask because you know I follow you. I always I'm always checking out your program hey, and everything. Thank you, sir. You, you oh have to tell God. the people if there's a case they didn't see it, so you have to. You have oh to my gosh! Just paraphrase your post. Your post. Sure. <laughs> so there's this person, um, unfortunately named Walter, and I've known Walter for a couple of years. We used to teach at Illinois Media School. And we talk broadcasting and good, good fellow. I, he, he's my, he's my brother. I love him, but uh, he has a bad habit of coming onto my show in the comment section just because his Negro gas is late. He's on CPT color people's time. He shows up late. My show starts at four o'clock PM central. He shows up, say four twenty-seven, and then asks me, I, me, the bronze God, to start over. Have you lost what's left of your mind? Yeah, and every time every time he sees the comment, literally you can see it on Chris's face. She I like him. He's actually on uh what's that, Your Honor. Yeah. On Showtime. I like him. He plays the mayor, yeah. Yes, but no, yeah. no, I because it's tiring. Yeah, and once I again, like I said, he's a broadcaster. That's what makes it stupid. You yeah. were broadcast just like me, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> See, he doesn't have a show. This he, he has been a disadvantage. He used to play jazz music locally here in Chicago. I I pray, oh Lord, to baby Jesus that when he gets the show up and running, I'm going to call him up. I'm going to email. Hey man, uh, you're in your third hour. Hey man, start over. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh Lord, it's, it's stupid. Victor, Victor, why, 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 bro? Not me, for me. He says, "Please, I don't care who you're talking about. Please send that person back to Hades." I'm like, "Oh my god!" He keeps getting out. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> he says he's part of the Me Fi Me fraternity. <laughs> no, I'm part of. I'm Me Fi Me, and I, 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 like right. this, I said I'm Me Fi Me, and I do allow people to be a part of Me Fi Me. M L Nope. He's part of Moose Eye Moon. Oh, God. And I do agree with Andrew. I think Bass would have owned uh, Stephen A. I, I oh, you're very kind. Thank you. 
Oh God, Ryan God, loves Ryan easy. loves this. He says, uh, "I'm a kick a bit this <clears throat> Wednesday. I'm dead again." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he'll get he'll get on the night and do it again too, base. Oh, hey man, look, I can't wait. Like clockwork, I'm gonna be watching. Yeah, I can't wait, Doc. Mm. It's it's some things have a beginning, middle, and end. This is the end. It just has to because I can't go forward doing my show with some bonehead. Now, once again, that's a that's a knock on me. I gotta get better friends. <laughs> mm. Oh wow, mm, really? Yes. That's that's some real stuff he just said. No, man. really, no, no, no. no. I mean, seriously, I mean, I call him my brother. We talk. We do some opinion, and we we have we have chuckles and laughing from time to time. But mm. this stuff has to stop. This has to because he don't know how much he's embarrassing himself. Dude, that's what I do. You won't be known for that, dude. Are you are you insane? Have all the stuff to be known for. That's what you want to be known for. You won't be known mm-hmm. for telling me, I, me. <laughs> to start over. Are you kidding me? Well, that's what well, that's what he's known for. That's stupid. Now that's we go back, him now, go back to him. That's what he's known for now. Well, that's the uh, damnness of shame. Okay, so <laughs> why do you think? And I'm glad I I'm glad I'm amongst uh other content creators too. Why is it that you have certain individuals who love to troll, like what you have to deal with? Uh Chris. Why do you feel why do you think? That, that there's a person who just feels the need to want to get under the whatever the content creators is skin because they themselves are not creative people mm-hmm. they themselves want to bite off of your content they themselves are not talented so what do they do they copy they steal they're a part of the old-fashioned uh, law firm of dewey Cheatham and how? Well, I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> yeah, part of that law firm. Oh my! So they rather troll and steal because they can't do anything original on their own. That's how they operate. Oh yeah, I love Poor that bastards. Album. That's how they operate. <laughs> I mean, like the saying "Go haters gonna hate" all the time. <laughs> All the time, Andrew. Uh, Andrew, I agree with this. He says, basically, sir, you just dropped the mic. <laughs> you just dropped the mic on that. I agree with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Basically, that's on a regular basis, though. Oh, 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 yeah. Of course he does. Of course he does. Sick. For a moment, I thought CBT stood for California Pacific Time. You know, no, no, sir, no, 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 no. That's not what that means. No, no, no. Where you know, I'm about to say, you know, doggone well, that's not what it means. That doesn't Sick. mean that. <laughs> No, 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 see, I'm going to give you a C. <laughs> <laughs> Not the tilted brim. Not the tilted brim look cool. And the eyebrow. You get the tilted brim C and the rock eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for that, sir. Uh, 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 oh, help. Oh, but my. yeah, man, I was, I was thinking about, again, going back to Steve. It wasn't going thank you all for the compliments. Mm-hmm. Going back to what Stephen A. Smith and Jay Moon was going yeah. through. Yeah. It, it gets to a point where I think that, like I said, well, I'm 55, but mm-hmm. I don't know everything. I just know what I know. And so if I'm able to learn from people, that just makes me better. It makes me better, stronger, faster as a $6 million man over the said back in the day in the 70s. You know who the $6 million man is? Go Google it. Thank God for Google. But <laughs> that was the opening to a 70s show 
of a man who was bionic. He was an astronaut, Steve Austin, not Stone Cold Steve Austin, Steve Austin before him in the <laughs> 70s. And they had to rebuild him, had to make him better what he was, better, stronger, faster. So my point is, that's the mentality I have at this age and going to learn from other people, to learn in general. Mm-hmm. It makes me better. It makes me stronger. It makes me faster. But that's me. Everybody else gets to a point, well, I know what I know. I know everything. No, you don't, you bonehead. You don't. <laughs> you don't. No. No, like the same with the do. rap. I'm saying with the rap bastard going back to Walter. I love him, but you know the hell with him. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you know, love somebody you like. You, you like you love to beat him up. That's yeah. What I'm if I could, man, if I could put him in a figure four leg lock, man, this lights out. Oh my gosh, not the figure four. Figure, figure four, four leg lock. I like it. Yeah, the figure four. That's a la, a la Ric Flair style. Oh, now we go. Woo! Woo! <laughs> you got the walk down it <laughs> Looking as only as I can look. Woo! Limousine riding. Jet flying. <laughs> Kiss stealing. Willing to deal it. Son of a gun. He was one of my favorites for years. Oh, I remember one time down. I saw him on uh, WCW. Uh-huh. And uh, the late great Mean Jig Ogilvy was interviewing um, Ric Flair. You're the champion right now. We gotta say, Mean Gene. Mm-hmm. Woo! I got the championship. I got the tag team championship. I got woman, and that's that was her name, woman. And right. I got woman. Woo! <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna her. Mean Gene. This is woman. Does she have a name? And I know she don't know name. It's just woman. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah. I totally forgot about that part. That <laughs> was wild, bro. Yeah. Real <laughs> champion, um, yeah, he, real deal. Yeah. He, yeah, he's he's my favorite wrestler of all time, too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so let's talk about your beloved Bears for a quick moment. Uh, so I saw, I think it was earlier this week, that uh, your team purchased some property yes. in Arlington Heights. What do you think about that? It's a great move. Um, Soldier's Field is the smallest arena in the NFL. Correct. It is. And by and far, it is the smallest. It, yes. Exactly. And time has passed it by. So they could have had other lands, like, for example, here in Chicago, on the lakefront going south. There's all this land that they could build a stadium there, but they chose not to. So, you know, other Arlington Heights came along, get an opportunity to build a stadium like everybody else, like so far, so far and everybody else, Las Vegas, go on and on, and Dallas, and, and there's you have to compete. You have to, you know, do that. That's just natural business. And for our mayor here, uh, the foot, to say everything's gonna be all right, we're gonna save it. You can't even save, you can't even catch a cold let alone try to save the bears here. Okay. But this is not going to happen. So I think it's a great move for the organization. It's about maybe like an hour, two-hour drive, but the fan faithful will be there. They will be there in droves and to have a brand new, spanking new big stadium where you have all types of stores and amenities and everything else. You just need it. I'm sorry to see him go from Chicago, but I completely understand. Uh, go and 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 do what you got to do. I ain't mad at you. Okay. Um I'm glad you mentioned Lori Lightfoot. Um, what? Not me. Not me, though. Go ahead. Now, what? <laughs> see, see, even base knows. Now, now, what in the world was she smoking 
when she proposed to Cook County to place a plate on top of Soldier Field. Look, on Soldier Field, we already had the Mothership Connection land uh, years ago. You drive by and you see it. They tried to extend it uh, by giving them more, um, you know, more boxes and stuff like that. It looks like the Mothership Connection landed in Soldier Field and it stayed there. So that was not an improvement. It became to me like an eyesore. So I don't know. I, I, I believe that Chicago obviously had all these all these opportunities to keep it here and just literally drop drop the pigskin, drop the ball, literally. Mm-hmm. So here comes Arlington High School, but we got the money, got the land. Take it. So if um, if the Bears were to have stayed in or well, the Bears are going to stay in Chicago since they still are there. Mm. Uh, and they wouldn't play in Soldier Field. Where in the city limits of Chicago could you see the Bears playing, or has has that has other uh, venue op- uh, venue opportunities presented itself? Me personally, I'm not heard of any other opportunity because, of course, the scale and the size and it's of a football field, right? So I have not heard of any type of alternative place to play. Mm-hmm. All I've heard is that they stayed there in Soldier Field all these years, and that's where they're playing obviously currently until the big move to Arlington Heights. Now, other than that, I've not heard any type of in-between place to right. play. Now, I did hear if and when the Bears moved to Arlington Heights, maybe the Jaguars of uh, Jacksonville may move to Chicago. That's one rumor I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, only because of the fact that it's the third largest market and you get a chance to market a team where, hey, Chicago doesn't have Chicago Bears anymore. Chicago Jaguars, it's possible. That's if you want to make that move. But again... You're in a, a very small arena as compared to other arenas in the NFL. But would they really change the name? It's going to still be Chicago, isn't it? They could, they could change the names. I'm, I'm just saying that if they were to consider it, and this is somebody I know that works in the NFL, so they would if they consider it, then they got to make all the changes in the world. But still, they would need a new stadium too. Two yeah. teams in Chicago. That would be interesting. That would be Oh, yeah. And it has happened before, obviously. But yes, yeah. it has. Huh. Hmm. But I couldn't picture the Jaguars moving to Chicago, though. Same here. All right. Um, all right. Before we do let you go, um, mm-hmm. now, are you familiar with the Ghetto Boys? Yes. Okay. So uh, I don't know if you know that uh, Willie D and Scarface has a, a podcast called uh, uh, Ghetto Boys. Uh, I think it's Reloaded. And, I caught uh, one of the viral videos recently. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Wise. We'll be talking about this later today on Mentality. Okay. Um, the way Willie D addressed Scarface, uh, do you think uh, that um, he was right in addressing what he did to Scarface? And for those who don't know, uh, Scarface represented the Ghetto Boys and performed at the Grammys, and he did the song Mind Playing Tricks on Me, which... Yes, Scarface wrote three-fourths of the song, <laughs> but Willie D was on it too, and he, of course, had a verse on his own in that song too. Willie took umbrage, and in this podcast episode, he addressed uh, he addressed Scarface on it. Do you think Willie was right in addressing it, or do you think uh, Scarface was right in saying, look, uh, the Grammys asked me that they asked that song they, want, that they wanted me to perform, and I performed it? He was right in addressing it. He was correct in his assessment because you can't keep that balled up all these years. Yeah. And especially when you're sitting across from the person that 
executed the whole thing with the Grammys. Get it out the way. I'm glad it got. Hopefully, they can move forward from it. I do too. I'm glad he brought it up because again, it was thing me. I think it was thing the average person. I'm watching the Grammys, or I was not invited, and I'm part of a group, and my boy's on there, and I'm not a part of it. So I just think basic human instinct would say, "Look, bro, I didn't like what happened. This is what happened." And I'm glad they aired it out. Hopefully, they can move forward from it. I did see that part of the video, the viral part, and I, I agree with Willie D. Get out and and let them know how you feel. Hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, cool. Man, I feel like you should have said, look, I'll do the song, but I need the other people that are on the song here with me, right? So we can do the song right. And that mean I get a little bit smaller cut because I got to make sure they're good, cool. But if I'm going to do a song that features other people, I really need to have them here. Now, if you're doing like a Super Bowl or you're doing something where you're just doing like a, your different verses from three or four songs, cool. But if you're actually doing the song, you should have the people there. And that's and I, I think Willie D is right for that. And I think Scarface should have went to him a long time ago and say, look, man, you know, boom, boom. I was wrong, my bad. Like, that should have already have happened, right. in my opinion. Yeah, I totally agree. Wise, or do you want to save it? Well, I guess <laughs> I can save it for mentality. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, well, well, he could have, I'm glad he did address it, them being brothers, so yeah. we'll touch on it more, but I'm glad he did address yeah. it. Yeah, and and I will definitely address it along with Wise on mentality when uh, you see it on Monday. Okay. Um, let me let me say this real quick about wait, that. Some people, no, that happens to every group. There's always people in the group who want to solo out. That that happens. That happens to any group that you that you that you take that you okay. look at. So maybe in Scarface's mind, there's a chance for me to solo out in the public so they can see me, not the group. He he had a success. He's had a successful. Oh, he has absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's had one for decades. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But you know that's what it gets sometimes. You know when people get to a point when any group, hey, look, man, instead of dividing it by five, you just give me one, and that one yeah. is me. So if I get paid by one, I'm getting the bag. Let me take care of business and go solo, solo out. Yeah, that's pretty much what it did. Yeah, you have a. You ever you could say, look, I'm gonna bring you on. I'm gonna throw you a little cash. I'm gonna bring you on. You do your right. parts of the song. You get to his verse, ladies and gentlemen. Willie D. Boom. Then he come out and do his part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I love Willie D. I mean, look, one of my favorite songs of all time. I won't mention it. Is Ballhead Hoes. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, what, what, yeah. And the video Ballhead. was hilarious too. Well, let's see. That's your favorite song, uh, and Brian's favorite song from from Willie D is "Let a Ho Be a Ho." So yeah, and believe me, believe me, I know all about Willie D. I grew up in Houston, and mm-hmm. he was a huge presence there. I Still like is up, man, to this too. day. I yeah, I do too. Yeah, there go um, one. There go one. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me, he, oh, let me say this in parting, and you know I love you all. Thank you for having me on here. Oh, no problem. It's man. amazing when you watch movies and you watch them again and you pick them off so you didn't see before. Yeah. A line or a scene, something like that. So yeah. one of my favorite pickups that I saw for years and years ago, Lean On Me, the Morgan Freeman. Oh, so no. he's being arrested, right? For having mm-hmm. chained the doors on the you know in the school. Right. So he's being arrested and the uh, lady uh, played by Lynn P- Thinkpin, you know, had the <laughs> had the tape on him. We're gonna vote your black B out. And Sands came out. A, B, full on this. <laughs> and Clark said, Sam, get back to your class. 
He didn't uh-huh. say anything about her being the B. <laughs> no, he just said, get back to your class. Yeah, He's class. like, look, I agree with you about her being the B. Just get back to your class. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you miss, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. See, and, and this is what always happens every time we talk anything with this gentleman. It, it just goes wherever it goes. All right. So um, uh, tell the people where they can find you, sir. Thank you very much. You can find me on Facebook. You type in Facebook and then go to Chris Bay, C-H-R-I-S-B, as in broadcasting, A-S-E, again. And it's not my fault. A gazillion Chris Bases out there, male, female, fluid, uh, whoever they are, they're out there. But I, me, I, I am the original. You see me with some sunglasses on, knife, fedora, hat. Uh, you click that. We can be friends. You see my social media programs. You can be a part of it by just being a part of uh, the Friday, especially because we get down and free our mind. When you free your mind, your gas always follows. Always tell five of your friends and eight of your enemies that Chris Bates will always be in the air. Yes, you can. And you can always catch him uh, on his uh, Facebook page where he does Chris Bates interviews Wednesdays at 4 uh, Central, 5 Eastern. Uh, the same time for uh, for Central Five Eastern today with Baseline and countless of other things. This is one of the most uh, one of the most uh, prolific and one of the best uh, people on the mic that you could ever find. And oh, uh, I learned so much from this guy every time I watch him, and even now every time he's just a part of this show, Chris Base. He always joins us every Friday. He always gives us a laugh. And he always gives us something to think about all at the same time. And uh, I love you, brother. Just keep doing what you're doing. And uh, it is a pleasure to actually share space with you anytime. Oh, man, I love you too, more. And a damn thing you do about it. And I don't know why to take off same with him and the same with um, with Snowman and uh, Rain Man. But tell uh, real quick, I'm appearing on uh, Drew Willingham's program today. Yes. So I'll be the yeah. guest in this uh, contest with him. Uh, I believe it starts, I'll be 2.15 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Yeah, I was right. called Episode 81, so I'll be on with him today. All right. So, yeah. So, well, okay, we'll ca- they'll catch you on uh, uh, on in and out uh, in or out uh, with, uh, with Drew Willingham. Okay, I look forward to that. Again, Chris Bass, ah, love you, brother. I hope everything's good with you. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll catch you later on today. All right. Love, love you. Mr. Take Bass. care. I'll uh, definitely thank be you, checking sir. you out, too, man. Don't soil this program by putting crap on it. Joe Buck, I cannot, I cannot take him. I just, mm-mm, no, no dice. I'm glad Carlos Boozer finally took the kiwi off his face. It should be on your shoes, not your face. It's kiwi shoe polish for God's sake. LeBron should come clean about his age. I wish, baby Jesus, that I had alcohol in this container. Because I need some after watching Screaming Nate Smith. Baby Jesus? Really? Six pounds, seven ounces. Go tell five of your friends and eight of your enemies that Chris Bates will be in the air. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Mr. Will you please wake up? All right, I'm up, I'm up. So is Cole Johnson and the rest of the crew. This is Snowman in the Morning, weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern on your favorite video and audio networks.